0: Hi, welcome to Peel the Pomelo. I'm Davina. And I'm Helena. This is a podcast where we have a bit of a chit-chat and talk about some deep and not-so-deep topics. Hope you find it interesting.
1: So Helena, how's your week been? Uh, My week's been pretty good. Work's been not too bad. I had... Salmon and sushi and sashimi for the first time since February this year. So, uh, that was a really big highlight. Oh, I made Baymax cookies. Although yes. I'd say that that's not a highlight because it didn't turn out as. I don't know. i never thought that molding cookie dough would be that hard. So, the I guess the picture reference was like this little kind of slim-looking Baymax figure, and I didn't know when you bake it, they kind of get a little plumper.
0: Did it taste good though?
1: It tasted good. I mean, the ingredients were literally butter and flour and a lot of butter. I think we used half a big chunk of butter. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just tasted like those kind of Danish cookies or those shortbread cookies. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. But I mean, from what, I don't know, it seemed like a lot of work for not a lot of cookies <laughs> when I looked at it. <laughs> but yeah. What is the highlight of your week?
0: Um, yes, yeah, so I've been grocery shopping with my mom, which has been, like, kind of fun, but also bad, because I have bought so many snacks, mm. and it's, like, I have no self-control, and she's, like, totally, like... Enabling you. Yeah, she's a na- <laughs> Not because she thinks I should snack a lot, but, like, she's, like, the kind of person that, like, if something's on special, she'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, buy it now, and you can eat it slowly. Mm, Yeah. So like today I like went to the grocery store with her and I bought like two blocks of chocolate.
1: Dude, chocolate's always on sale and I yeah. always know because my parents get it when it's on oh sale my God. too. I got like this one was like
0: golden roughs, like like coconut rough chocolate, and then like dark chocolate Kit Kat. And then we went to Aldi and then they had like digestive biscuits, like digestive thin. Oh bins. yum!
1: Digestive thin. I have yeah. still have not had. You told me about them. I haven't tried. I don't know if we have them.
0: Okay, I gotta try them. I'll let you know if they're good or not.
1: Yeah. Um, and then last week we went to like the
0: Asian grocery store and I bought wasabi peas. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I don't like wasabi peas. Oh, okay. They're so good. Yeah, like I forgot how good they were. I like them because I like spicy things and yeah. they're very crunchy as well. Yeah. Have you been watching anything recently? No More Selling Sunset. There's a new show. Have you seen it? It's like something about like ma- like mansions
1: and the hand. Yeah. Did people. I have not watched it, but from the trailer, do not look as interesting. I was going to say boring, but I didn't want to <laughs> offend people in that way. But they don't look as, I guess, appealing as the characters in Selling Sunset. Have you watched it yet? Have you finished? Like,
0: no, I, I watched up to the part where, like, um, that was a spoiler, but where Mary is engaged.
1: Dude, I have been... Okay, so, yeah, highlight... Another highlight or side highlight would be people messaging me telling me they're watching Selling Sunset (laughs) upon my recommendation. So, like, gratification, like, I have good taste. (laughs) Yes, It's so good. It's just so – I think it's just such an easy watch. You can kind of just delve into just observing people's lives who you would probably never cross paths with Yeah, and then get to look at a lot of beautiful homes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So for people who don't know, Selling Sunset is a show – it's a reality TV show, mm. but there's my favorite kind of show. <laughs> five women? How many women are there? Oh, yeah, five, six. Like who are selling houses in LA? LA, yeah. For, like really, really nice properties, and these are really like <laughs> beautiful, beautiful made-up women, uh, <laughs> and a lot of intense female drama. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) a lot of intense
0: female drama. Yeah. Um, And so Helena's been really into that. She recommended it to me. I watched a few episodes. Actually, I was quite into it, I think. It's one of those things where I think you just have to like power through because it's quite addictive. Yeah. When you're caught up in the drama. Which is
1: why I watch it on two times speed. Or not two times. Do you actually? No, this is one season, or sorry, not season, one show that I actually don't watch at two times because I want to enjoy it more. (laughs) So
0: I watch it at (laughs) 1.3. Wait, if you watch at two times speed, doesn't their voice
1: go high-pitched? No, it just goes a lot faster. So for oh. anyone who doesn't know, I also am a serial watcher of things that not at kind of one-time speed. I watch things at probably 1.5 at least. Another just way of too. saying she's impatient. <laughs> I, mean, I just like to be efficient with my time. <laughs> I've come across people who I've told and they really seem quite taken aback. And some of them I feel like they think... Like they, I feel like they think I'm a bit weird, <laughs> a bit <laughs> not okay, which I don't know if I appreciate, but they just don't understand how great, like, okay, podcasts for one. I listen on two times speed. Really? Yeah. There's there's podcasts out there that are like an hour long and I'm just yeah, like, I don't have an hour. Sometimes you would talk really fast
0: already. And if you just two times speed it, you kind yeah, of. Yeah.
1: Someone who like... I cannot two times speed is James Charles. If you watched him, he talks really fast. Isn't he the
0: one with the YouTuber drama?
1: Yeah, he's the makeup YouTuber. Oh my he gosh. speaks really fast. Don't you get sometimes you feel a bit impatient when you're watching Okay. the only time I have
0: that is like when I'm watching those um really aesthetic, like calm
1: Korean cooking a- channels. Oh right. Oh. Mm. Like when that's like isn't the point of it to be calm then? Why are you spinning? No, no.
0: <laughs> I wanna like look at the recipe and make the food.
1: Oh right. Then so you I just don't wanna right? the whisk,
0: eggs, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly my point so like when you want so, to get something kind of informational yeah. or educational from something I think this is where I got it from I got it from when I did lectures at uni and you just yeah. fast forward the lecturer or put it on 1.5 yeah. to speed.
0: So I've been reading um, this book called Enlightenment Now have I told Ooh, you yes. this?
1: I think so about progress yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. briefly it's so yeah so the book is basically talking about how like the media kind of gives us image that the world is in decline that we're all going to ruin like everything's basically turning worse than it is like there's so many social issues like climate change all of these things which are real but he says that actually throughout the course of history we've made a lot of progress mm-hmm. over time um and then he goes through like statistics and like kind of yeah so statistics across you know different countries and talking about how we've made progress in health and like Mm. like longevity of life sustenance there's been a decline in wars and all these things yeah what I learned Mm -hmm. which I don't know why it was like really mind-blowing for me was that he, he was talking about um climate change and like how to deal with that and how you know, that's a big issue that's facing society right now um, and food production for a growing population. And he said that organic food is unsustainable mm. because you're using, like, a larger plot of land to mm. produce less food.
1: Was he... Right. I see the efficiency argument because... Yeah. But then I guess that also links to it not being sustainable.
0: Huh. Okay. Because it's like you have to... Like cut down forests, yeah, which like emits more CO two. Yeah, it's like to get these large plots of land to like grow more, like to grow more food. But you could actually be growing more non organic food. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know, but yeah, basically it's like you're using more land to produce less food. Mm. My
1: understanding food. of the organic food or the reason why it was so good was because I guess may I haven't read the book, but And haven't done much research on organic food, but I thought it was that the general process of it is better for the environment, despite I guess using bigger plots of land. I don't know, but I thought it's better
0: for health because it's like you're not eating hormones, like cows that are like have hormones in them. mm,
1: I always thought it was just kind of farm-to-table kind of situation where you have less. Yeah uh processes which yeah good for your health but also better for the environment because less emissions or less yeah processes that go into it so then yeah I don't know interesting Hmm.
0: so the topic that we thought we'd discuss today especially given in light of the fact that you know we're both at home a lot of people are stuck at home during coronavirus is this idea of whether we should live at home
1: or move out yeah so we kind of have different situations in that i still live at home uh, so i haven't moved out for uni i did the commute to uni i yeah went via public transport from my home to university and then do the same for work or well, when work was a thing in the city, and Davina actually, or well, you can tell them about your situation. <laughs> <laughs> I I moved out when I was
0: eighteen wow. for uni. Yeah, well, that feels like ages ago. Whenever I say ages, I feel like anyway. Yeah, so I moved out when I was eighteen um, for university, and then I ended up moving back home at the beginning of this year because I was made redundant. Mm. Um, so I lived at, outside of home for more than four years.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And so I'm back home now. I've been back home for four months, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it. How do you think you would have done, I guess, if you stayed at home during uni? And do you think it's different that you went from – so you went from Brisbane to Sydney. Yeah. Would it be different if you lived – alone in brisbane versus alone in sydney i feel like if i stayed in brisbane like i would have known a lot of people Mm, i went to like
0: quite a big high school it was yeah probably one of the larger ones in the state and i know like friends who ended up staying here um and studying at university in queensland they a lot of them like kind of maintained those relationships and friendships from high school so yeah
1: um
0: which i think is good um but also, it was. I mean, I I enjoyed meeting new people in Sydney. Um, it did feel lonely. I think the first year, just because everything is quite foreign.
1: Mm. Um, why Sydney? Was there? I don't think I've ever asked you why you moved actually, to Sydney.
0: I Actually, really liked Melbourne. Um, I actually wanted to move to Melbourne when I first graduated because I thought it was just like very hip. It was very <laughs> like European, very yeah. like the. <laughs> don't be rude, but like. <laughs> Probably the more cultured city in Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, um, but then the course, like the courses at Melbourne Uni, they're really weird. Like you have mm. to do the undergrad and then the postgrad. Why did you apply to Monash? It wasn't Melbourne Uni. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs>
1: um, no, to be honest, I don't even think I heard of it. Oh yeah, but, I mean a lot bad. of people don't know what Monash is because it's yeah. named after the I guess the area so I guess if you're not really from Melbourne you wouldn't know what Monash means or yeah. what it is actually indicating and I think even internationally obviously when you say I'm from Monash they're not going to know where Monash is versus Melbourne so yeah I get that yeah. Yeah, so, yeah so when Joanna my sister she started
0: studying at the University of Melbourne like two years so she's two years younger than me so two years after I moved to Sydney and I went to go visit her and to be honest I was really glad I didn't move down. Oh it was wow. So cold. It's so cold. Like I went to visit her in the winter break I think or maybe it was maybe it was Anzac like the Anzac weekend. Yeah. I can't remember but and like it was so cold and at that no, that's point That's fair if you're
1: coming from Brisbane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like at that point she was um like living in this share house <laughs> freezing and she had like this tiny Kmart heater and I was <laughs> sleeping on this inflatable bed that was broken so it would deflate like during the night mm. and I wake up on the cold hard ground and I'm oh like, my gosh. My goodness, I do not live here. So how did you find moving at home? Um, I personally think it was a really good choice for me. I think because I grew up in quite a conservative household um, and my mom was a little bit strict <laughs> I think just compared to my friends um there were a lot of things I felt like I needed like permission to do um which you know is fine um and it was just really good to kind of move out and have you know greater freedom it uh, sounds very mm-hmm. cliche I think but um you definitely do kind of have that feeling that oh there's nobody really you know noting how late you're out at night until and you know all these restrictions and you don't feel guilty for staying out late um eating snacks yeah like going to Seven <laughs> Eleven and buying chocolate cookies in the middle of the night um <laughs> yep. so there's definitely perks um with that but on the other hand I don't necessarily think it was that easy especially in the first year um I think more than like physical independence and freedom, which is something that definitely comes along with you know not being under your parents like constant supervision um, is that kind of emotional dependence. I mm-hmm. think being away from family and friends that I had in Brisbane, you know since I was in primary school and high school, um, that's really hard to replace, especially mm-hmm. you know in a short amount of time where you're in a city that you don't really know anybody, Um, You're living with people who you've just met. Um, You know, everybody's friendly. There's definitely a lot of lovely people out there, but it's not like you're pouring your innermost insecurities and vulnerabilities, like, to your next-door neighbour. So um, I think – but after that initial adjustment period, it definitely gets easier, and I think there are a a lot of – it was a really good experience in a way that it really pushes you to grow up grow up really quickly. And um, yeah. I appreciate that. And I think yeah. it gave me um, a greater perspective on, um, I guess, what my parents did for me at home, but also, you know, what it means to be a responsible adult.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. – you have so much free time as well during yeah. – Uh, uni especially I think contact hours wise you don't really need to be at uni that much and then maybe when you do have downtime you do think about home as well yeah and that when that's why I think maybe a lot of people that go live away from home they do make themselves really busy just to I guess start and create their own life away from home but then it's also kind of they don't have I guess what I would have had when I still had family right so a lot of I also I had People at uni in committees and stuff, a lot of the people that would always go to have dinners after uni were the ones that didn't really have a family to go home to because they just had so much free time. And then naturally they also bonded a lot more than some people who did have to go home because they had family dinners, they had family commitments. And I think when you're away from home, you don't have that. And so, yeah, just a lot more time, a lot more freedom. Uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: I think you do end up building – a lot of meaningful relationships though during that period like even when we were in exchange right we both mm-hmm. didn't have family in Beijing with us so it is like you rely on your friends as you um with your family like you come to rely on your yeah. friends as you yeah, with your family. yeah yeah um I think on the other hand the risk you do run and I don't know if it's necessary risk but it's quite interesting is once you move out of home and for a significant amount of time when you go back home it's it, it It is always your home, right? But, like, the people you knew and the things that, as they were, like, the environment changes. So yeah, yeah. it's almost like returning to familiarity but then finding that, you know, time has passed on, people have moved on. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I don't mean that in, like, a sad way, but it's, you, like, there is a sense of, uh, like, floating, like, mm, as in, mm. because when I'm in Sydney, I'm just renting an apartment and, you know, when the lease is over, like, I'll find a new one. And it's not like like I'm necessarily – I would necessarily say Sydney is my home because, you know, if I have a job somewhere else, I'd probably just move, like, to another state and that mm. would be my new home. Instead, yeah. I think when you're constantly living at home, it's like, this is my home, this is where it will always be. I still do think of Brisbane as my home, but mm-hmm. there are aspects that have, like, changed and it's almost like, bit strange because you're like oh it's still the same but it also isn't so yeah
1: I think it's interesting you say that because I really felt that when I came back from our exchange in China I felt like Mm -hmm. I missed out on six months of home and when I came back I came back and I'd graduated university so a lot of people were moving on into the next chapter of their lives and I never thought I I don't know if it was like FOMO, but I felt really sad that I missed out Mm. on those six months. And I think, yeah, it's, I guess you weigh up pros and cons. Like you would have had, we had a great time on exchange. so I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah. But it is sad when you, you can't, I guess you can't really be in two places at once. And that's just the upshot of that. And being happy with the choice that you did, where it's going out, moving outside of home or not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, you're exactly like, that's exactly right.
0: Like weighing it up, like, you know, on one hand there is a lot of personal growth. And I think that's Mm. like extremely valuable in terms of coming home and realizing that like friendship circles have shifted or, Mm. you know, your parents' routine has slightly changed and, you know, there's just things that, yeah, it is slightly uncomfortable because you're like, oh, but it used to be this way, but it's Mm. not now. So I'm the one who's out of the loop. Yeah. Um, but like you said, you know, going in exchange, you know, being away from home, you're also constantly, you know, meeting new people, like having new experiences. And those are really important. And I think just as important. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's also just the opportunity to challenge yourself. Right. Yeah. Like not saying it's for everyone or that's the type of challenge that everybody chooses. Yeah. Um, But for me, that was something that I really wanted to work on and that I was really that I thought it was necessary for me like to grow up because for me it was just growing up um in quite a sheltered family. It was just like unless I kind of displaced myself, I don't think I was like I wouldn't have the motivation to kind of learn how to be an adult, I think in many aspects. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? Like what's your I don't know, feelings, like thoughts towards living at home, um, I guess I was going to be like, do you enjoy it? But then you can't kind of, it'd be rude if you said no. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I really like living at home. The main reasons, as I said before, like I have my mum and dad, so they're pretty much always at home and they are able to like do the cooking and do kind of all of that stuff in terms of chores wise. Like I help out when I can and I'm trying to get a lot better. I think in the chore kind of aspect, I guess that's probably where I've been lacking. I mean, the only time I really learned how to do laundry was when I went on exchange to America and I realized I don't know how to do a load of laundry. And <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> in what sense? Like, I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, I mean, like it was a very simple process. Like, I, because when I was there, you'd have obviously the laundry, dude, I don't even know what it's called washing machine. Washing machine? Yeah. 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 So we had. A bunch of those, and then you just throw in your clothes, put in some powder, whatever uh, detergent, and then you like click the button. And then I just know, I just didn't really, it just wasn't something I'd done before. And yeah. in theory, it made sense, but then when I went to do it, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, which is like quite, I don't know, quite telling of, I guess my situation. But I think not uncommon when you've stayed at home for such a long time. So I think yeah. what I was like 21. Mm. Doesn't sound too bad. Do you ever feel restricted by living at home? I will say the main drawback from living at home, where I live, I'm quite far from the city. So the main reasons why I would move out would be to move closer to the city, one being for work. But again, after this year, it's like, what's really going to happen with work in terms of will it be remote? I mean, I guess it will end up going back to the city. But I think that's one of the main reasons people do move out is because they want to get closer to the city Um, in the independence part in terms of being independent from my parents. I don't feel like I have a very strong urge to kind of move away from them. And I think also coming from an Asian household, it's like they expect us to live with them until we have kids and we all live in the same house. So (laughs) also financially, it's like I save a lot of money on rent. I save a lot of money on food sometimes as well. And, yeah, I'm also an only child too, so I think it's kind of a lot of different layers that I've just accepted that, yeah, moving away or out of home is, like, not at least on my radar yet. But the main thing, which is, like, yeah, it would definitely be a location. It's so hard because I commute, I think, around three hours return to go into the city, which is not, <laughs> like, fun at all. Um, but I guess that's kind of what you... Compromise on with the rest of it. Like, it's always really nice coming home after a long day of work and having a hot meal at home prepared by my mum, and then my electric blankets turned on, ready for me. <laughs> okay. The electric blanket
0: thing, seriously, every time you say that, I'm like, fire has it.
1: <laughs> See, I have, there it. are times where I have forgotten to turn it off. And so, it's fine. Okay. I'm still, I've probably roasted a little bit off my skin. Probably the top layer is burnt off. I'm <laughs> joking. <so> bad. <laughs> Um, but you understand, you understand how cold it is in Melbourne. So, yeah, I mean, no, I know
0: it's really cold. But like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a risk you take. Yeah. I think with finances, that's something that I found that I have so, I have saved so much money, like, since moving back at home, like back home. Because before, yeah. like, I don't know, a third, a quarter of my weekly income would be just rent. Mm. And it's so expensive yeah. to rent. Especially if you're wanting to move to, like, CBD in Sydney or in Melbourne. It's just so expensive. And then you're, like, living in a tiny apartment and you're actually renting one room and sharing with three other people, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of, you're still living with other people and you still have to be considerate of other people's lifestyles. Like, would you move into the city if you had to live with someone else, like a housemate? So when we were
1: both in Beijing, I think... I don't know if there was an option to live with another person, but I think I still opted just to have my own room because I did actually room with someone when I was in America. I just couldn't do it. And I think being at home, you just want to be fully just able to just be yourself and not worry about anything, not have to kind of figure out like working a relationship with your other housemate or whatever. Also, if you have the money to also spend a little bit more to just have your own space. Because sometimes you just, like, want to just do nothing and be your own annoying self and not have to deal with annoying people. (laughs) You know, what's really interesting is that,
0: like, first, like, when I first moved back to Brisbane a couple of months ago, I almost found it to be the opposite. Like, I felt like I had to put on a I don't know put on a smiley face my parents like when I was feeling low in Sydney sometimes I'd just go to my room and you know just lie there watch tv do nothing Mm. be a potato yeah and there wouldn't be anybody checking up on me they wouldn't know nobody would be worried like none of my parents would be like what's Davina doing like why hasn't she come out (laughs) yeah um and I'm not saying that was like a good coping mechanism but (laughs) I think definitely at home sometimes it just feels like like, finding that balance, like, I want to be, you know, openly communicated with my parents, but sometimes I don't want them to worry too much. Yeah. So, and maybe that's something that comes with age, because obviously when you're a teenager, mm. and I would cry all the time, all the time, <laughs> like, the drop of a pin, I'm like, Dad, I don't know how to do this math problem, like, <laughs> help me, but, like, now I feel when I'm having my own issues, I almost want to try and think that through, try and solve myself before Yeah like telling them about it because I don't want them to worry too much. Um, yeah. Not that I've been very successful at that, but mm. I feel, yeah, not that it should be that way, but I definitely did feel that towards the beginning. I felt like yeah. I had to make sure that I- they thought I was okay. But it has made me think about how, like it doesn't really matter how far, like how long you've lived away from home for, mm. like your parents still – And it doesn't matter how old you are, your parents still look at you as a little kid. Yeah,
1: yeah. You
0: know what I mean? So it's also, like, okay to kind of, you know, like, get annoyed for no reason and, you know. I mean, not that you should do it, but, like, they understand. And I think that's just something that, yeah, like, I have to be more okay with.
1: Sometimes I'm probably victim of this as well. Like, we underestimate how much our parents have gone through have like been able to like take as well
0: um
1: and then sometimes what we were talking about the other day I need to always remind myself to be grateful for what they've done because sometimes they really annoy me but (laughs) it's also like just having being able to respect them and like yes because I can sometimes get into quite not I get kind of a short temper with them sometimes but just Mm. reminding myself like they are getting older um they have always treated me with like such respect and like always treat me so well so I really should do that the same to them no that's
0: good I think that's very that's very wise and like obviously that's something that is hard to strike a balance because when you're living with anybody especially the people that you're closest to it's so easy to and I just say whatever you yeah. want. Sometimes it's like, like hurtful and inconsiderate, which I've definitely done multiple times <laughs> over the past few months. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's it's bad, but it's also, you know, I guess it's normal. Yeah, mm. very normal. Yeah. Have you ever felt pressure to move out of home, like whether it's like from your parents or society or Uh,
1: not at all I don't think I feel like me and my friends as well not many have moved out it's kind of like big news if you do move out which I don't know if that's just my friendship circle but yeah it's quite uncommon to move out Uh, even like yeah at 25 people still live at home and people are still really thriving living at home so I think yeah I think As well, job market in Melbourne, job market, sorry, property market in Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney's crazy. But trying to buy a house is just not really realistic. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, no, I've never really felt that pressure. And a lot of people at work also who are my kind of um, age as well, many haven't moved out either. And I think that's kind of just what our generation is for. I mean, I think – growing up I always had this dream or like vision of me living in an apartment in my early 20s or like mid-20s doing my own thing but then you realize how much money that is yeah (laughs) and I guess cost-benefit analysis the benefits don't really outweigh the costs literally and so yeah I think that's probably why I went on exchange so many times just to get that experience of living away from home and yeah I think that in the meantime is Sufficient, and I think once the money comes through when life circumstances kind of line up and seeing where work is I think I don't know if it's good or bad that a lot of our lives center around where our work is but (laughs) but I mean it's also always in the city more or less so that's okay I mean again I could be working in the suburbs next year or like a year after so it's yeah that is a consideration though definitely for people like where you work it should also kind of be close to home but it doesn't matter if you're working from home so <laughs> let's all work from home forever <laughs> that's true Helena's
0: really enjoying working from home by I way.
1: love working from home thriving I get an extra three hours of sleep not even sleep just three hours in my day where I Watch more TV, watch, watch more Selling w- Sunset. Watch my Selling Sunset, you know, really do the things that really matter to me <laughs> and, you know, start up really cool podcasts and just really Ooh. live my best life. But yeah, I definitely think the whole Asian household thing also kind of stops me from kind of moving out as fast as I would. I mean, I think if you ask me if society pressured me, I think, if we were from maybe a more Western background, people move out when they're 18 and it's very common to move out when you're 18. Yeah. Uh, very common, I guess, in a family situation to be cut off. Not, I don't know. Cut off sounds bad, but just not. You're an adult. We don't even look after you anymore. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah. you're kind of just by yourself. I definitely agree. I think like we're lucky we both come from families where to be honest, they probably want us to stay at home yeah as much possible you know
1: <laughs> but like, also sometimes I don't know why because I'm pretty annoying yeah I think that too <laughs> but I yeah. mean
0: yeah so that like we're in that sense we're quite lucky there's no pressure I have no pressure from my parents I sometimes feel pressure myself to be honest yeah. I think growing up I've always seen moving out of home as a step towards independence Mm, so yeah. moving back home—that's what almost, society's telling you. Yeah, it is. It is. I definitely agree. Yeah. So moving back home, it was kind of like a bit of a blow to my pride, not going to oh, lie. Oh no. <laughs> but actually, living at home as an adult, it's definitely character building in the sense that you're living with people like you know your parents who are a, like a whole generation older than you, who are from different cultural backgrounds, mm. and there's actually a lot to, it's weird because, you you know, you've grown up with them, they've looked after your whole life, but as an adult, when you're kind of more equals, there's a lot to adapt to. Like, Mm, I would say, when you're living outside, outside of home with, like, housemates, at least for me, the people I lived with, like, they weren't people I knew, so I moved into a share house, and they were just kind of, you know, strangers, and then, you know, we got along well, but we're never kind of heavily involved in each other's lives. It was, like, I'd make food in the kitchen. We'd have, like, some chit-chat. We're friendly but, like, not super close. And that's, like, the perfect kind of balance because, you know, Mm. they're not really stepping on your toes. You're not really too nosy about their life. And it's kind of, like, some mutual space in terms Mm. of, like, cohabitation. But at home, right, it's, like, your mom's, like, oh, you should wear more. Like, why are you eating so less? Like oh, when are you coming home? Like, all these things. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, and it's, sometimes it's like, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: you don't need to ask me. But I think,
1: Yeah. I think that's also very characteristic of Asian households because yeah. uh, even though we are living at home or you're living at home at an older age, I think you'll probably agree that you still feel like you're a kid.
0: It has its perks, you know. Yeah, but don't, they don't expect you to cook they don't expect you to clean they don't expect you to do anything
1: my parents don't expect me to cook anything anytime, anytime I do they're like oh my gosh this is so exciting <laughs> That's, mom's like oh my gosh Domina's making a meal for us today and I'm like yes yeah. I am <laughs> yes so. um,
0: uh,
1: I was going to say as well what would you I guess from kind of seeing both western and eastern kind of Uh, traditions customs around living and staying at home would you encourage your children or whatever whoever to move out or give them pressure to move out I think
0: it really depends on the person to be honest actually if you're someone who is sick of living at home is really frustrated feels like cramped by you know living in your parents house I would say move out because I feel like you don't really realise how good you have it or
1: mm.
0: how grateful you should, like, you should be towards, you know, your parents and how much they've done for you until you move out. I don't know yeah. if you felt that when you went on exchange, but you're like, all these tiny things that you're like, oh, you know, I thought it was so easy. And you realise, no, it's not. It's actually really difficult. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, menial tasks, they're not that hard, but when you have to do it, like, the whole week and you have to – make sure everything's clean and you know make sure you do the grocery shopping otherwise you have no food in the fridge
1: also like timing how you have groceries and not over buying because then you don't have wasted food I always found that I think I was left at home for a week by myself and I was like oh my gosh this is actually so hard because I kept on I was like I'll just buy everything and then I didn't realize things go off and then yeah exactly
0: like meal prepping is so
1: tiring Mm, yeah Um, so I think
0: moving out of home is a really good way to kind of be grateful for like what your parents do for you. And if you feel like you don't want to be at home, I would say that. But
1: But for you, if you were, if you were a parent, like would you still want to hold on to your kids? Like our, our parents want to hold on to us.
0: I think being a parent is just like finding that balance between, yes, I really appreciate the time I have with my kid, but at the same time, you know, if they want to
1: go out. Mm, we have been influenced uh, by the west yeah yeah definitely
0: I mean (laughs) okay to be honest if you look at Chinese households some of them like you said they don't ever move out when they get married yeah like the daughter-in-law moves into like like with the husband and like the husband like the parents-in-law and then they have kids and it's like grandparents looking after the kids and it's just basically this older generation doing everything and I think Mm. that is unfortunate because you know when my parents get into like their old age like when I have kids I hope I'm not obviously they would probably be very willing to look after my kids again this is really getting off track but um you know I hope that I can be looking after them instead of vice versa and they're not the ones looking after me and
1: my kids so yeah I think um, that yeah again that's a very Asian thing like they expect us to be kind of helping them through retirement and yeah always yeah. being there and just living with them. Like my mom, she actually was quite sad when I, I guess even brought up the fact that I would move out. And yeah. I think she to have a talk with my dad or my dad spoke to her and was just saying like, look, she's been brought up in this kind of, we're in a Western country and it's not uncommon for people to move out. I think because for her, it was just such a shock and she was just like, what, why would you move out? Like it's, it's like an unspoken thing that you would move out but yeah and I think that was a very eye-opening thing for me because I was like oh my gosh my mom actually thought I was going to live with her until I had kids and she would literally be like we'll stay like me and my family will stay in the second story and then your dad and I will stay in the bottom the bottom story and I was like wow you're actually being serious And then, (laughs) yeah, she Expectations, yeah. It was crazy. Like, I was actually really shocked because, I mean, again, not, like, it's not, it's understandable because her friends as well, here are Chinese friends. So they're same kind of traditions and all that stuff. And then, but I think my dad, I mean, he has been exposed to a bit more of Western stuff. So he was able to just tell her, like, that's fine. Which, again, I'm very lucky that I have kind of, My dad, in a sense, because I think it'd be hard if you kind of have just you against your parents and trying to kind of deal with that. I think once you have not that you're trying to pit one against the other, but I think more so that you have one that understands you and understands where you're coming from. Because again, we have one, a generational gap. And in my sense, my parents are a bit older as well. So it's a bit of a more generational gap plus a cultural gap, which is like even harder to kind of navigate. And it's good that you can have someone that can bridge it in a way because otherwise it's just, it's really hard. And I don't know how we would have kind of gone through that because one person or two people are just going to end up very bitter and very unhappy. Um, And I think with everything that comes with compromise, I think not even communication would have saved that either because you're just both kind of still very set in your cultural ways. And so one thing is just like, you just really need a compromise on, giving something up. And I think mum saw that, look, okay, Hling is going to move out one day and that's fine. And it doesn't mean she doesn't love me. It just means that she's just getting older. And I think that's what, to your point about moving out, is kind of a step to independence. I think we grew up seeing that on TV and stuff. And yeah. 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 So would you,
0: like, what would you say to people who are thinking about moving out or staying at home?
1: Similar to you, I'd say, if you're really hating it and you have the means, then move out. Uh, I think I don't have the benefit of being on both sides, I guess, because I haven't done it myself. And I think moving out seems like such a process too. So I think it's So you, annoying. Yeah. You realise
0: how much stuff you have and you're like, wow. Yeah. Capitalism. capitalism
1: yeah. Uh. So I think if you really want to, like, I mean, you'll find out very soon that you really need to commit, like, all in and just... There's a lot of crap to kind of sort through for you to like move in, find location, find people to stay with if you need that, and then move stuff in and then maybe move stuff out later. And then it's just it just seems like a lot of a a big hassle to me that I'm happily avoiding for now. But definitely I think if you have the chance to maybe do what Devine and I did, what go in exchange for a little bit and experience it that way, I think that's kind of why I also don't have this massive urge to move out, but that's definitely a great way to kind of do that. I mean, maybe do a little trial and error, I think, as well. I think, or maybe sometimes if you know yourself that you'll do well throwing yourself in the deep end and just moving out for a year, then do it. But I think maybe do it for a little bit if you have the kind of luxury to. But, yeah, I would, I mean, I love moving at, living at home, so
0: yeah, it's
1: great. That's good. I definitely think
0: before this coronavirus hit and I had to come home, I think I would have said, move out, definitely move out. It's a great experience, you know, you you're forced to grow up, you're forced to learn mm. to do a lot of things on your own. I mean, at the same time, it's really hard to live on your own when you're eighteen and you're kind of just an adult and mm. you're still trying to grow up and make sense of everything that's going on um so kind of think about if you're in the right I don't know headspace or you feel like you can tackle it um Mm. not saying you can't but um I definitely knew people who like moved out and then like lived in Sydney for probably like half a year or a year and then came back went back home and like Mm. went back home to study and I think there's nothing wrong with that you just kind of try it and if it works for you do it um and obviously you know if you have the like kind of circumstances and you know your parents don't mind you living at home there's also nothing wrong with moving out for a little bit and yeah you know you always have that kind of backup if it mm. doesn't work out um but man you save so much money living at home so <laughs> if you are kind of the type of person who like likes going out a lot like oh like you know wants to save up for a car or something big
1: um yes yeah, stay at home yeah. yeah exactly so I think there's Definitely pros and cons of both, and I think, yeah, sometimes life circumstances put you in one or the other. Like Davina for her was studying, and also kind of coupled with wanting to move out. I think, as well as I mentioned before, a lot of people move for work, like work might bring you to another state or another place. So, yeah, I think pros and cons, especially in your 20s, is a great time to try it out, especially if you don't have kids and don't have other kind of things tying you down. Yeah, very, very nice.
0: We hope that you got some insight into, you know, what it is like living at home. Actually, to be honest, you guys probably all know what it's like living (laughs) at home. But, um, you know, our experiences being at home, being stuck at home, um, and also living outside of home, um, and, you know, if you're at that stage in your life where you're thinking about um, next steps and whether you want to move out hopefully this provided some food for thought um, or any or
1: some comedic relief I'll yeah as well hopefully
0: hopefully it's not just us who find us funny anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah so we're just kind of getting started on this podcast journey so if there's anything um you think that we could improve on or you think that you'd like to hear more about um, please let us know. Um, we have an Instagram page called at Peel the Pomelo Podcast, which Yay! Polina has expertly set up. We're going to try and do an Instagram page. We'll see how this works. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, we hope you Im- have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we've really enjoyed talking to you and talking to each other. So <laughs> we'll see you next week. We won't that, see you. You'll
1: we'll, hear uh, we'll, us. You'll
0: hear us next week. Bye 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 <laughs>